0: Hello guys, and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review. It is hot as fuck today in LA, and I cannot cool down, so my fan is on. <clears throat> Excuse me, I hope uh, you can't hear the fan too much, and if it's too annoying, I won't even post this podcast. Uh, I think I have some software on this, or a program on this somewhere that can like delete that out, but anyway, hot, I'm sweaty, it's not fun. Today's episode is episode 1314, Charlemagne the God and Andrew Schultz, okay, Charlemagne's like a a radio host guy, Uh, I'd actually heard of his name before but I didn't know a great deal about him and then Andrew Schultz is really uh, one of my new favorite stand-ups Um, to say he came out of nowhere is not really true, but he's just picked up so much steam so fast, and, you know, he's back on Rogan again just within a month, which is awesome. So anyway, let's start the review. Andrew Schultz, comedian out of New York, absolutely amazing. Uh, obviously if you 're listening to Joe, you know who he is and you 've probably already heard the main podcast and but i 'm telling you if you are not really familiar with this guy and you 're into stand up comedy, go to his YouTube channel and start watching him immediately he 's brilliant he 's so different he 's really taking back this whole super sensitive kind of bullshit that 's happening at the moment, and I love it. I love him for that. I cannot wait to see this guy live. I know he's been at the comedy store a few times and I keep missing him, which uh, I keep kicking myself about too. I'm like, fuck's sake. I know he's up there. But uh, the guy is he's just brilliant. He has such a relaxed energy. He can laugh at himself. He'll laugh at anyone. He says what he wants. It's it's clever shit too. You know, It's it's not it's not like chauvinistic and just ignorant. It's clever. He's just a guy being a guy and it's smart stuff. I do. I love it. Um, he's picking up a ton of speed online and, uh, and also, like I said, this is the second time he's been on Rogan in what, like a month and a half? Really impressive. I hope that he is, um, continually coming back on one of those like repeat guys, you know, because he's so controversial, they talk about all the, 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 sensitivities and all the rest of it and then it brings up like the the me too's and the hashtag me too's which i don't think anyone disagrees is a good thing that that women are able to come out and now they have a bit of support and then they can push back against whatever sexual assaults and bullshit that they put up with and, and then they bring up the fox news guys and of course of all the media outlets you would think yeah fox news would be that but but talking about bill o'reilly and i remember Growing up, I lived with this family where the the father was a military guy and a huge fan of Bill O'Reilly. had all his books, would quote him constantly. I never really cared for the guy. And uh, um, I was always just like a bit confused. Like, why do you believe this old man so much? Like, can you be sure? It doesn't sound very factual, the things that he's saying. But uh, yeah, he got fired. Got fired from Fox News and was sued for $32 million by a woman. Now, what the hell do you need to do to a person to, to, in fact, no, he paid $32 million just to silence her, right? Because he didn't want what she had to say to come out. What would you have to have said or done or organized for it to be worth $32 million to keep quiet, right? Just think about that. What could it be? I mean, you could have a room full of male prostitutes dressed like penguins peeing on each other while somebody dressed as Mother Teresa is whipping you and throwing feces at you. Sure, it would be an awful story for it to get out, don't get me wrong. But are you willing to lose $32 million over it? No chance. I wouldn't be willing to lose a million. I just let it come out and be like, yep, you got me. I'm into some freaky shit, but I'm a millionaire, so suck it. I just... He must have known also that he wasn't going to make that kind of money again. Like, he was done. And it was still worth keeping quiet. Just for this, like, little bit of pride that he held on to. That, I don't know, it just really stood out. And I never really questioned it. I heard that amount before. But you have to ask yourself, what the fuck must he have done? Unbelievable. Really, unbelievable. They talk, Joe likes to bring this up to comedians. He talks a little bit about how kind of anybody, he brings up Miss Pat, like these fucked up childhoods often make good stand-ups. And he's never really met a good stand-up that didn't have a fucked up childhood. I know Chris Delia is out there kind of changing that mold. He's He had a good childhood, but, you know, a lot of them didn't. And, uh... And one thing they say is, find me a great man who's the son of a great man. Find me a great man who's the son of a great man. I guess also they're talking about like spoiled rich kids and, and all the rest of it. I mean, it's, it's it has lots of different connotations, right? But I'm not sure if I agree. I really don't know if I agree. I mean, to say that you can, you know, you have be a good father and be a great man and then... And then you can't make a a great kid or a great son. It doesn't seem to make sense. I mean that it's gonna create a very tumultuous human race if that's the case. We always have to have this like rotating kind of good kid, bad kid, you know, father son relationship through history. I mean, you're telling me Joe Rogan couldn't make like a, a strong son that is honorable and a good dude? I don't know. Maybe I'm looking at it too much but you know the idea that rich kids can't grow up appreciating or learning the same as as poor kids that struggled is uh, i don't know i I think that they they must be able to there must be ways to do it but um yeah what's great about these guys is is all of them uh get into just a really good conversation it's an excellent back and forth between them all. One one gripe that Anthony has, he talks about Ticketmaster. Obviously, he's getting big now and, and selling out some big areas. He's, he's using Ticketmaster like most of these places do. And he's saying that there's huge fees and you can't do anything about it. Like, there's a lot of fees. When you go buy tickets from Ticketmaster, even for stand-up, whatever, these service fees and tack-on and will-call fees, and it's just all this. And... And none of that money goes to the comedians or the people hosting or whatever. And I and I kind of wonder, and I, and also Ticketmaster owns some of the venues, right? So if they own the venues, you're kind of fucked. Because what are you supposed to do? If you want to get in there, they're, they're, it's exclusive. You've got to use their ticket providers. But it seems like too much of a monopoly. And And to me, it's kind of odd that you just don't, I don't know I don't I don't know enough about it but I would have thought if you've got a large social media following and that's where most people see your shows anyway why can't they just buy the tickets straight from you why can't you have like a Squarespace website that just racks up ticket sales I mean if you can sell t-shirts on your website why not sales I mean tickets is it that much more complicated because of the way that the tickets get processed I don't know they're it must be something complicated there, but, uh, yeah, Andrew's not happy about it, but it might be one of those things where, you know, he's coming into all this money now, this is what everyone uses, and it's something that he might just need to get used to, I'm not sure, I don't know, um, but... He, he brought up some good points. And I like the fact that he's just like his comedy. He's not afraid to piss people off. I think that's great. YouTube has been great for him. Uh, the Rogan effect was huge. He said after going on Rogan, it doubled his videos. And, you know, he gets away with a lot too. It, it's not like people are even all that mad at him. I think that they uh, know what to expect and they're kind of used to that energy now. So it's like, oh, this guy will do this. Here we go. Kind of like the Anthony Jezomak. You know what kind of jokes he's going to throw out. So it's like, ah, this is what this is what it's going to be. Why get mad at him? We knew this was this anyway. Uh, recently, actually, Schultz just, just posted something to Instagram saying he had a million views in one day. One day. I mean, blowing up purely online. Because Netflix, I guess Netflix didn't want his special. They didn't want him. And he just went off on his own. He said, you know what? Fuck you. I'll do it my way. And I love that there's a cool moment where Anthony asks Rogan and um Charlemagne he asks them what it's like to have influence and there's this awesome pause and and check it out when you listen to the podcast and if you already listen to it, you remember this. There's a really cool pause, and I love that and then Joe says he's like, whoa, that was a cool pause, and then they have a little laugh, but he goes, Joe says it, he doesn't really think about it, he doesn't really think about it, but he does, he does take it seriously, he knows that the responsibility is out there, so when it comes to representing brands, or sponsorship, and things like that, it's got to be things that he uses, that he believes in, you know, and, he, and then he tries to not always have that message, but that, that is either positive, negative, whatever, but he, he, tr- It's definitely about being honest, representing yourself honestly and not changing for anything in that sense. Just like being you and allowing people to judge however they need to. Um, And I really like that answer. It was was simple, but it was direct. Um, Really good. At the moment, Anthony has a new video out on YouTube where he's getting heckled by a guy in a wheelchair. He talks about it a little bit on this podcast. The guy in the wheelchair is like giving it back to him. But it has a great sense of humor and is giving him shit, and it's absolutely brilliant. You've definitely checked that out if you haven't already seen it. It's, it's so, so funny. And, uh, and, and lastly, one thing that I'm really impressed with is Anthony did a TED talk. It did a TED talk recently. I haven't seen it all, but the TED talk um, is, it started off really interesting. And he's obviously an excellent public speaker, and he's very much himself. Uh, so check that out if you're a fan I, I think those seem incredibly intimidating and it's super brave of him to do it so uh good for him fucking awesome uh guys as always thanks for downloading i really appreciate it follow me on instagram message me there and if you're listening on youtube message away in the comments i really appreciate it and as always have a great day